Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 4 of A New Voice of Freedom, written by Ronald Keith Messer. This podcast is part of a series we call Stories of the New Testament, an appendage to a series of books written under the banner In Defense of Christianity. Podcast 139 examines Matthew chapter 16, 13 through 28, part 3, The Chief Cornerstone. We know that the Sermon on the Mount established the doctrines of Christ. There was never a sermon before nor after that has its equal. But it would be difficult to find a chapter more pivotal than Matthew chapter 16. Everything is about to change dramatically. People are still uncertain of who Christ is. But here Christ definitively declares unto his apostles his true title. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and some Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Notice that even with all of his miracles, none outside the twelve apostles actually claimed that he was the Christ who should come. The people were not yet ready to accept him as the promised Messiah. They flocked to him because of his miracles. Then Jesus asked his disciples, He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? It is no surprise that Peter is the first to answer, and his answer is startlingly absolute, unambiguous, and definitive. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Christ knows that the end is near, and he must prepare his disciples to teach the people that he is the Christ, the Son of the living God, the Savior and Redeemer of the world. But even with Peter's declaration, the apostles are not ready to carry the mantle. He teaches them one of the greatest lessons they will ever learn. It is a lesson that every Christian must learn for himself or herself. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Peter and the other apostles are taught that even though they have been standing in the presence of the mortal Messiah, no one can know that Jesus is the Christ without personal revelation from heaven. John the Revelator records, Revelation nineteen nine through 10 And he saith unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. All who have a testimony of Christ must have the spirit of prophecy. Jesus says to Peter, And I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. 
Peter, as we know, means rock, but the pronoun reference does not point to Peter. It points to revelation from heaven. The Lord does not build his church upon Peter. Peter, the chief apostle, who takes on the mantle leadership after Christ's death, is not a substitute for Christ. Christ taught. Matthew twenty-one forty-two through 44 Jesus saith unto them, Did ye never read in the scriptures the stone which the builders rejected? The same is become the head of the corner. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore say I unto you, The kingdom of God shall be taken from you, and given to a nation bringing forth the fruits thereof. And whosoever shall fall on this stone shall be broken, but on whomsoever it shall fall, it will grind him to powder. Peter makes it very clear who the rock or chief cornerstone is. Acts 4, 8-12 through 12. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of our good deed done to the impotent man, by what means is he made whole? Be it known unto you all, and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which is become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. In First Peter, Peter elaborates on the theme. First Peter 2, 3-9 If so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious, to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. Ye also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house, and an holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient whereunto also they were appointed. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, and ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Paul records Ephesians two nineteen through 22 Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints, and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. 
In the Sermon on the Mount, Christ taught, Matthew seven twenty four through 27 Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Christ, of course, is speaking of himself. He is the rock upon which Christians must build. All else is sand. However, at this time, Christ establishes his church and gives Peter the keys, making him the chief apostle. He says to Peter, And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whosoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whosoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. This is a great moment. He is preparing the apostles for the time when he will no longer be with them. He gives the chief apostle the keys of the priesthood, which has the power to bind both on earth and in heaven. In other words, he is leaving his power with the church. Then he does a peculiar thing. Then charged he his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. The apostles were ready, but the other followers were not. They would need the Holy Ghost. He prepares his disciples for his imminent death when the Holy Ghost shall come. Everything Christ does, he does in order. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Peter, now appointed the spokesman, rebukes the Savior, showing how much the apostles still have to learn. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. Astonishingly, Christ speaks very harshly to Peter. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things which be of God, but those that be of men. Christ, still speaking directly to his disciples, charges them with their mission. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross, and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited? if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? The words of Jesus are prophetic, for he prophesies that many of the apostles will also be killed. But ever looking forward, Jesus speaks of his second coming. For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. Notice. Jesus is now speaking of all mankind, rather than just his disciples. He says, He shall reward every man according to his works. John the Revelator later records, Revelation twenty eleven through 15 
and I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, according to their work. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Christ then makes a statement to his apostles that has been legendary and caused much speculation. Verily I say unto you, there be some standing here which shall not taste of death till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Christ was speaking of John, who will not taste of death until the second coming of Christ. Following Christ's resurrection, Christ again validates Peter's leadership role. He even prophesied of Peter's own death. Peter inquires of the Savior about John. This is recorded in John 21. This is now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples after that he was risen from the dead. So when they had dined, Jesus saith to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my lambs. He saith to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my sheep. He saith unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved, because he said unto him the third time, Lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things, thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus saith unto him, Feed my sheep. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, When thou wast young, thou girdest thyself, and walkest whither thou wouldest. But when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands, and another shall gird thee, and carry thee whither thou wouldest not. This spake he, signifying by what death he should glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he saith unto him, Follow me. Then Peter, turning about, seeth the disciple whom Jesus loved following which also leaned on his breast at supper, and said, Lord, which is he that betrayeth thee? Peter, seeing him, saith to Jesus, Lord, and what shall this man do? Jesus saith unto him, If I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? Follow thou me. Then went this saying abroad among the brethren, that that disciple should not die. Yet Jesus said not unto him, He shall not die, but if I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? This is the disciple which testifieth of these things, and wrote these things, and we know that his testimony is true.
As with Peter filled with the Holy Ghost, may we all have the spirit of prophecy and be able to declare with firmness that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.